Welcome to Wellness and Weight Loss for Busy Moms. I'm your host, Tracy Baird. Whether you're an expectant mom or an empty nester, a foster or adoptive mom, a stay-at-home mom who rarely stays at home, a working or entrepreneurial mom, or even a mom who's been promoted to grandma, you're in the right place. Moms, let's link our virtual arms together as we strive to make progress on our family's unique wellness journey. Let's get started. Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wellness and Weight Loss for Busy Moms. I'm here again with my good friend, Cammie Summers. Hey. We are here for our monthly check-in to discuss our various habits and goals that we are making for each month. And Cammie, how are things going for you right now? Well, I'm getting back on the wagon. I think um, April, when we last spoke, I was hopeful that I would really make great strides in April. And I will say I haven't made great strides, but I have gotten back on the horse and I am following up with some of my goals. And some, I just think it's time to set down for a while. (laughs) Well, why don't you tell us about what your goals were and give us a progress update? Yes. So I'm a workout three to five times a week, which I'm still doing pretty well with that. I did struggle with that. And I'd love to have your input because I know spring break threw me for a loop, I will say, um, as far as my workout goes. And I do find that when I have a whole week off of doing stuff that I really struggle that next week. And especially because I had a lot of things come up, interrupt, interrupt my schedule the end of March and the first of April. And so then my muscles that were stronger before it was harder to complete a workout, honestly. <laughs> and so I kind of struggled at getting back on that horse because it was painful and I wasn't in the same shape I was in. That sounds so crazy that in two weeks you could lose ground, but I did lose ground in two weeks. And so it's been slow returning to the lifting weights and that kind of stuff. So maybe you have some advice to give about vacations and how you stay, how you don't completely lose control on vacations. And I know you've shared some of that on your podcast before, but maybe a refresher of something would be helpful. Um, So that was one of my goals. My other goal was to meal plan. And I've done semi-good with that. The whole point of the meal planning was to, to eat whole foods. And I think I haven't done a great job of that, but I have been intentional about pursuing foods that had higher protein and were more vegetable and lower in carb when I've been making meals. So I do a lot of convenience food, honestly. And so that whole whole foods and meal planning when life is just really crazy is just hard for me. So I think that might be one that I'm not going to keep on my list of goals. And then my other goal was to log my food two times a day and that I have not done at all. I did really well for, I think, a week or two, and then I didn't. So that's just me being honest. Yes, I totally understand. And I'm not surprised at all to hear that your vacation sort of set you back because I keep mentioning several books that I really love about habit formation and behavior change. And I'm thinking of Katie Milkman's book, How to Change, and also BJ Fogg, who I keep alluding to BJ Fogg's book, Tiny Habits, The Small Changes That Change Everything. And in Katie Milkman's book, she talks about the fresh start effect, 
which in many cases can be a time for a positive change, such as, you know, people make New Year's resolutions. Um, on Mondays, people are more likely to go to the gym. <laughs> on, like, on people's birthday or, like, going the day after their birthday, actually, people are more likely go, to go to the gym, except with the one big exception of the 21st birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I find kind of funny. But so those fresh starts are good or positive. But also a fresh start, such as you go off on a vacation, it's also an opportunity to fall away. And actually, the fresh start sets you on a bad, sort of a bad, I don't want to say like assign value to it. But if it's making you not hit your, hit your health right. and wellness goals, then I guess it is bad. And yeah. you can get away from what you're used to doing. So, I mean, what I, to answer your question or to respond to your comments about, you know, keeping on track on vacation... I would say, you know, kind of do it with intentionality where you're thinking in advance, what do I normally do and what of these things fit well on my vacation and what do not? I actually went on a cruise since we last talked and right. cruise had a gym. <laughs> and Did you go I, to it? I went to it. Good for you. I was there three. I was there for five total days and I went to the gym the three days that we were at sea. Um, wow. the days at which we were, um, like we had port and we were going on excursions and things like that. I didn't make it to the gym, but I felt sort of proud of myself. So before I went on the trip, I went in to the app and yeah. I selected workouts and I put them on the downloads. Right. So I actually did the workouts that I would normally do at home on the cruise using their equipment. So that was pretty awesome, but I, I'm really committed because I'm like a health and wellness coach. So right. I don't expect, you know, most people to want to do that. But I would say like, how about taking a walk in nature or, you know, just incorporating more movement type activities instead of like going to a movie, for example, you know, maybe going to a special trail or, you know, nature exhibit. <laughs> I don't know what the zoo yeah. where you walk around and you aren't just, you know, sedentary. Well, yeah. But yeah. And that was, that was, I think we went to spring break and I was just so tired and we did, we went to, to Chattanooga and we were in downtown Chattanooga. So we did a lot of walking while we were there. I've lost it in the workout and just kind of losing ground in my muscle building and my ability. But the other thing was just the food. I just lost, lost ground with the food because it's really hard to stay on track when you're having, you know, that celebration food. And I know you and I have talked about that before. And then you want more sugar in your diet. You want, you know, that glass of wine at night. And it's like, oh, I'm not on vacation anymore. You know, I do think Monday is a good like beginning day for me too. And I think that's part of getting back on the horses, that fresh start of Monday of going, okay, we've had our fun now, you know, get back on track. But I haven't been on, as on track as I would like to be. <laughs> so I think what I was going to say about getting back on track, I that's where the BJ Fogg tips come in, yeah. where I would recommend, since I think you still do, whether or not you state it as your goal for this upcoming month, I think you do want to work out <laughs> and, and work on, you know, continue to be committed to your fitness. But I think since you're, you got a little off track, if you want to recommit to something that sort of a habit, but it's smaller. I mean, right. some people say a two minute version, actually, I don't know if BJ Fogg says two minutes, but James Clear, who wrote Atomic Habits, he says the two minute version of your habit. So for working out, it could be as simple as like 
getting your shoes on, but I think you're beyond <laughs> that. <laughs> well, I, I think, you know, I think for me, the workout is the easiest one of the health and wellness to add because I feel so much better afterwards. Like those endorphins in my head, I'm turning 50 this year, you know, just, I've had a lot of grief lately and those workouts really are crucial at coping for me. And so I think the workout, adding the workout and keeping that as a goal is not a hard one. Cause I, I need it. I know I need it. I know I feel better emotionally, not just physically, but emotionally, I feel better when I have a workout. In fact, I hadn't done the cardio workout in a long time. And I did it this past week on Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday. And I told my husband, I said, whenever I'm feeling sad, you need to ask me if I worked out because I feel so much better. Not that feeling sad is by itself bad, but I'm just saying, you know, that blue feeling of like, blah, I just don't like whatever. <laughs> and and it really does help me to kind of reorient. Okay. You know, and have that attitude of gratitude that I'd like to have. So I am going to keep the workout three to five times a week because I just think I feel better on it. The food one, I, I might need your help with coming up with what would be a reasonable food one, a tiny habits one. I'm trying to eat, which I don't know if this is I, I'm afraid to tell you, Tracy, what I want to eat because then you might tell me that that's even a bad choice. But so I do well with breaking my fast with a protein bar. And I try to eat a protein bar in the morning and then have whole food ish for lunch. So, like, I'll do either a protein shake or I'll do like eggs and spinach and that bagel seasoning, you know, and, and do something like that, a vegetable with eggs. Cause that's just easy and it's quick and I can do it in a hurry. So I try to do that for two meals a day, like that I count as two meals a day. And then for dinner, I do whatever I can. And I always try to do a healthy choice if I have a healthy choice, but sometimes I don't because I'm cooking for more than one menu at my house. Cause I have um, Jeff's elderly parents live with us and Jeff's dad really likes everything smothered in gravy. That's just how he likes it. <laughs> so, you know, when you're cooking that way for one person, and then I'm trying to do the healthy, like it was so funny. We were talking about me making chicken noodle soup. And I said, Well, I'll make you chicken noodle soup. And he goes, No, don't try and put so much chicken in it. I like like 80% noodles and only just a little taste of chicken. And I'm like, Well, I only make it about 50 50 chicken noodle, you know, because I like to have the protein way up. And so he and I was, I go, but I'll pick out some of the chicken for you. And he's like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> some of my kids are launched out of my home already. And I try to get them to come home once a week for what we call family dinner night. Well, my mom eats a keto diet. And so, and she has a limited palette of vegetables that she is open to. So she would really love meat with some sort of cheese on it. <laughs> right is like, would be like the main type of meal she would like. Whereas one of my kids at one point was eating pescatarian and she does not eat dairy. And also my mom doesn't like most fish. So <laughs> I was like, one person wants like meat and cheese and the other person wants fish and vegetables. And it just, I just had to serve sort of a simple meal with that. I mean, my solution was just a simple meal with like more components than I would normally make. So mm -hmm. maybe I made the green salad every time instead of just having it sometimes, you know, green beet, fresh green beans was something actually everyone would eat. So we, 
even though it's sort of boring and I like to vary my things, you know, at family dinner night, I generally would serve green beans because everyone would be able to eat them if I remember to not put anything dairy on it to just fancy it up a little at the end. Right. <laughs> like butter yeah. or like a, you know, plant. I have to remember to get a like a plant-based spread or something or just leave it, you know, just steamed. Um, yeah. 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 I hear you. So I hear that you're, I was just telling my husband, maybe I should make some sort of a default menu just, and I was also thinking because although my kids are sort of launched out of the home already, um, another one is about to like really launch out of state. (laughs) All my kids, even though two of the three of them are out of the home on the daily out of four, one of them is moving, you know, hundreds of miles away. And I was thinking, I bet the habits that he starts now you know, if he starts on the right foot with feeding himself, I think, you know, that's great for his adult life. And I was thinking of offering him to make him sort of based on our family's normal foods that I know he likes. If he wanted me to make him sort of like a default sort of five day meal plan and then with a grocery list so he could, you know, go back to that. (laughs) And I was thinking for my own self, you know, making sort of an easy okay, without even thinking, if I'm, if I'm not being creative this week, if I'm not trying, you know, I get a meal guide with my faster way, you know, program each week, if I'm not going to do that, what will I just do and have it be like, you know, salmon one night, chicken one night, that thing where I can get behind all these things. Hey, it's Tracy. I'm cutting in and interrupting myself because I really want to connect with you. You can find me at Tracy Baird Wellness on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And you can always find my latest free resource on my website, tracybairdwellness.com. Now, back to the show. You know what I also got? You mentioned soup. I bought these things that we saw on a show called Shark Tank. Which, uh-huh. Do you know that uh-huh. show? <laughs> they do oh, yes. Um, in, like products that are rolling out to market or, you know, inventors right. or entrepreneurs are trying to roll out these products. Well, this one product, it's pretty expensive for what it is, but it's a really high quality product. It's called Super Cubes. Okay. And it's like an ice cube tray, but larger. And it's supposed to be, originally it was invented to store soup. So, you know, so instead of like storing soup in a mason jar in your freezer or, you know, for longer term storage or in a, you know, however, a container that you might be able to use for something else. It's like making a huge ice cube out of right. the chicken noodle soup. And then, you know, you pop it out so you can basically not waste containers that you might be able to use otherwise. Also, it's portion controlled. So like I got the one cup size and then there's like a two cup size, etc. So I'm just thinking about that because if you're just say you're, you know, you make a batch of your father-in-law's preferred quantity of I'm not sure if this if the noodles really like hold up to freezing though, but no, no so chicken noodle soup won't work that way. I did that with split pea, but I use a so they have a um, muffin tin that's for like Texas size muffins, you know, the giant muffins, and so that's what I use to do super soup when I freeze soup, and I've done that where I do his I, he really likes greens, and so I did that with his greens and had them in the freezer for a long time. So I think that's a great idea. And I like your idea of thinking through, okay, what's a simple meal plan for me for a week and coming up with it. I think that's a really wise thought. 
I'll have to noodle on that a little bit and see how that would work for me. I just find that it's so complicated, Tracy. Why can't fitness and wellness be easy? (laughs) (laughs) My husband's a primary care doctor, as you know, and he was just telling me that a lot of his patients want to lose weight. And he tells me, he, he says to them frequently, weight loss is simple. It's just not easy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's it's his true. take on it. And why do we want the things we shouldn't have and the things we should have we don't want? Like, why would I rather have a cookie or a brownie or a glass of wine than a salad? I just never wake up going, you know what I really want today is a salad. Never <laughs> do I say that. Never. <laughs> Some steamed broccoli would really hit the spot. No, I hear you. That. I hear you. (laughs) I think looking for good substitutes is good in that case. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, I have the workout as one of my things, but I'd love to hear how you're doing. And then maybe I'll circle back around to what I want to do for food. Okay, perfect. So how I'm doing. So I'm doing okay. Similar to you, I had sort of emotionally like a little bit of a difficult time in the past month. And so I was distracted a little bit. But my goals had been to drink 75 ounces a day of water, right? To every time I went to the store to purchase a vegetable, not a vegetable, a plant, a vegetable, grain, fruit that I had not tried before and to try that and to exercise. My goal was to exercise every day of the week, but to give myself two free passes if I wasn't able to work out that day. Um, I could use a free pass. And then um, I had just sort of, sort of spontaneously when we were talking, decided it would be good to eat more protein. And I said I would track my protein, which essentially I've been working on the first three goals that I just named since the beginning of the year. Right. And I will say, which I shared last month, I'm loving trying the new vegetable or the new plant. I'm not um, necessarily achieving my goal as stated in doing it every single time I go to the store. I go to this one smaller grocery store and I'm sort of laughing to myself because I've actually tried, at least in the like fresh produce area, I've tried a lot of the things that I, there are just very few things left for me to try. So I'm sort of exhausting at that one grocery store, but I do know that we have larger grocery stores nearby, but I love that habit and I love trying the new plants. The water I'm getting better and better at. I'm still a little shy of the goal, but actually I have this smart scale, which measures um, sort of, there's a measure of hydration in there. And I have noticed that my hydration has trended up about 10%, which is a lot. Yeah, that's (laughs) great. It's gone from like, I don't know what the basis that they're measuring, but it's gone from like a 40 to like a 50. So I think that's good. And I wasn't really trying to lose weight, but I think I've lost a few pounds and I, I'm actually attributing it to the water. So I think I'm not going to make that my goal anymore. I feel like I'm, I actually made a habit out of it. So I don't have to focus on it this month. I got, I have my glass clear containers that I told you, I like to see the progress of the water. I've been drinking it at room temperature since, you know, for the past couple of months. And I actually, I sometimes drink ice water, but I, I, I don't know if it's helping me or not, but it's not hurting. Right. <laughs> so I've been drinking my water at, I actually boil it 
in the morning because I was trying to like infuse it with citrus peel or something like that. And I don't really like those things in my water. So (laughs) I tried that. I sort of rejected it, which is fine. I feel like when I'm making a new goal, part of it is to explore that area. It doesn't have to be that everything is successful. Right. That's the whole point, isn't it? Of a goal is that you're moving in the direction you want, but maybe not always achieving exactly what you think you want. Exactly. So it's sort of a learning process. It's sort of an iterative process. (laughs) So I feel like for the water, I'm just in a habit already now. And I'm, I'm sort of chugging along with that and doing pretty well. I'm not going to explicitly state my goal of trying a new vegetable or a new plant or whatever every time I go to the store, but I'm going to, I'm still committed to that as a general, you know, goal to, I, which I believe will help my gut microbiome if I'm trying more things and incorporating different things into my diet. And so, you know, for example, I told, I think I told you I loved parsnips Yes. <laughs> and now I'm just buying parsnips, you know, just like they're carrots or broccoli, like, or asparagus. So I'm excited that you know, now that's like now a new normal for me to include that occasionally. The protein, I never, I do think that's an admirable goal and something that would be good for me to work on. As far as my goals going forward, I'm going to just set aside my three goals that I've, or my four, three to four goals I've been working on. And going forward, I'm going to do a few new goals, which I think will help me sort of dive in gain momentum toward these goals instead of sort of working on the same old goals I've been working on. So for this month going forward, I want to work on definitely tracking my food again. I think I do intuitively eat pretty well after practicing tracking my macros for so long. I had a 220 day streak in an app at one point computing my macros every day. And that actually was everything I ate. I, I logged it for 220 days. Yeah. I just want everybody who's listening to know that I've never done that. And I don't know that I ever will. And that's okay. You're not a loser if you haven't done that. Yeah. (laughs) More that I'm a weirdo. That's amazing, Tracy. Like that shows a lot of dedication. Well, I'm dedicated, (laughs) but yeah, I, I love that. I'm a dedicated weirdo. But it's a very inspiring. It's very <laughs> inspiring. Not weirdo. It's very inspiring. I feel that I learned a lot from that, but I do think that every so often it would be beneficial to me to track more closely just to make sure I'm not veering off track. So what I want to do to make it a tiny habit to be more likely to succeed for this month is just commit that whatever meal I break my fast with, that I will track that meal every day. And I'm going to hope to track everything I eat, but that's not my goal. So I'm, I'm going to start tiny. Or I wanted to get, I do love getting outside, particularly in nature around, you know, I mean, the ocean is ideal. I don't live near an ocean. <laughs> the woods is the next best thing. But just having the sun on my face, I find helps me emotionally moving. My body helps me. And so I want to just get outside a little bit more. And I do do my workout with some degree of commitment, but I do them in a basement. (laughs) And I was thinking I would like to just commit to getting outside. And I'm trying to think of how to exactly make it a tiny habit. 
first I was thinking, I would say, I'll walk a mile. I have a smart watch that will track it. I actually think that's too big of a habit to be tiny because that will take me, you know, to walk a mile will take me at least just say 15 minutes. So I want to make it something I could do in a really short amount of time. So I'm thinking just that I'm going to get outside every day and, you know, start my watch, tracking my walk and basically like get out there every day so that it doesn't matter. Maybe I'll say for five minutes will be sort of my minimum bar to get outside in the sunshine or, you know, even in inclement weather, I'll go outside, but I do love it. And I find it sort of refreshing when it's a nice sunny day. Yeah, I love that. I I have done that this past month because we got a puppy. Oh my gosh, we exciting. A labradoodle puppy who needs to be walked about three miles a day really is where he's it's really good for him if we can walk him that much. It exhausts him. But there are three of us, or there are four of us that are taking care of this puppy. So it's not just all on me, but I have found that adding that walk in the morning and it's about a mile walk in the morning has really been not just like you said, not, and I'm not even counting that as my workout, but just that movement goal of getting up and moving. So, and my, I think my family would really like it if I would try to do that four times a week, because then I would get up with the dog and they wouldn't have to. So maybe that's what I'll do is my goal. I like that. I like that getting outside. And that will be something that will be easy for me to be successful at because I've got to do it anyway. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I have read sometimes that um, pet owners, I mean, I feel like this was research in an elderly population. And basically, I don't know exactly what the study revealed, but the part that stuck with me is that one way to actually increase your fitness is to get a pet, particularly a dog that you have to walk. So. Yeah. Well, Max is definitely, his name is Maximus and he has definitely raised the activity of my whole household because he really, I mean, you can't expect a puppy to just not be excited. And, and, you know, so if you don't want him to get into mischief, walking him is what's best for him. And I just, we've had this conversation as a family of like, you can't expect him to not act like a puppy unless you've done what you're supposed to do, you know, to get rid of some of that energy. And I will tell you, Tracy, I did learn something from Max that probably all of your listeners will appreciate. We probably all have been running wrong our whole lives because I did not know that there is real joy in running with a stick in your mouth. Like he <laughs> gets a stick regardless of where we are and he puts back his ears and he just runs with such excitement. And I'm like, I think that might be really, really fun. Dangerous, but fun. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny, Cammy. I was thinking of making a third goal. And since my goal, my goals are in the area, not just of nutrition and fitness, but in overall wellness, I had a couple of ideas about goals I thought would be good for sort of my mental or emotional health. Mm. One idea would be to try to get together with friends more. Another idea I had has to do with journaling. I actually have never been a journaler, but I like writing. And I was thinking about, I am a Christian, as you know, but as some of my listeners might not know, possibly like a prayer journal or um, just a regular journal. Like, what do I want? What's going on? I feel like that would be a good goal as well, as far as like an emotional, mental health goal to either make something 
with getting together with people and building relationships and or journaling as a way to process my emotions and, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe make better goals. I don't know. Do you, what, do you like one of them better than the other? (laughs) Well, I told you, I think I've told you before, I think we talked about it at the beginning of this year when we talked about setting good goals. I have a growth journal and at the front of that, it has a place to put on like goals for social goals, work goals, family goals, fun goals, like money goals. Like it has a place at the very beginning where you kind of set all that. And then it's a bullet journal. So you can do your journaling or Bible study or whatever. And then it has a place to keep books, like books you've read. And then it has a place also for like prayer requests. And then it also has a thankful part where you can keep track of like where you are thankful for things that have happened. And I have never been a structured journaler. Like I was one of those people who would, I have a lot of words. So I've always been a like write things down kind of girl, but I was just on notebook paper and notebooks is mostly how I did it. But this growth journal, a friend, a group of girls that I was discipling gave it to me and it felt so grown up. Like I will tell you, honestly, when I first got it, I was like, I don't want to write in this because I don't want to do it wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because it was so much structure. But I it has been transformative for me. Like it helps me keep track of prayer requests. It helps me keep track of what I'm goals. It gives you this page where you each month you evaluate like how did the last month go? What went well? What didn't go well? What do you want to commit to weekly, monthly? in the month to come, you know, bi-weekly, whatever. And and it has really helped me live more intentionally. So I would, I definitely think some version of that is really helpful. I, I do think you have to figure out what works for you and what works for you might be different than me, but I really love the growth journal a lot. Well, I, I, that sounds amazing. I know that I asked you for the link and you sent it to me and I did browse and it looked really good, but I guess I didn't pull the trigger. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to keep that on my radar. And I think for maybe, I think I'll go with the journaling goal and maybe just to create a mini habit, say that I'll set a timer. I'm trying to think of how many minutes, maybe I'll just say two minutes since that's in that, in that book, they say, do like the two minute version to start your habit and try to do it for two, you know, two or more minutes. I can always do more um, and try to do that every day. Or maybe just every day on during Monday through Friday. I think that's what I'll do. Yeah, that's a great goal. Yeah, so I'll do that. Journaling, um, two minutes, five days a week or more. <laughs> well, and I will resend you the link to the Growth Roots Journal. And you can even include it in your show notes if you want. Oh, I will. I'll, I'll include I'd it. Definitely recommend. So let's circle back to where you were and what your goals are going to be going forward. Yeah, I'm going to keep the three to five workouts a week. I'm going to do the three times a week walk max for a mile in addition to the workouts just for a movement goal because I like the idea of that. I'm going to go ahead and take your one day a week breakfast track a meal because I think if I do that, I can count my protein bar and that will be easy and I can maybe be successful at that because I haven't been terribly successful at the food goal. Yeah, I'm going to ponder about the emotional goal and thinking about that because I do think... I'm in a season of processing a lot of emotion. And so I think I like your idea of being intentional in that. And so I'm going to think about that. (laughs) I'm going to commit 
and make a goal to think about that. Because <laughs> sometimes you have to think about things before you're ready to like pull the trigger on doing something specific, I think. Totally agree. Okay, well, I think this can conclude our monthly check-in. So, Cammie, thank you so much for being here with me today. Yes, it's always a delight to talk with you, Tracy. So, as usual, my friends, I am here because I care about you. I believe you can change yourself. You can change your family. You can change the next generation. And you are worth it. Thank you for joining me on Wellness and Weight Loss for Busy Moms. If your goals include fat loss or tuning up your fitness and nutrition, I'd love to have you on my next Faster Way to Fat Loss group. These launch about once a month. You can find more information on this on my website, tracybairdwellness.com. Now hit subscribe and then make it a great day.